Welcome to the Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast, making art work. We highlight how entrepreneurs align their artistry, passion, and vision to create and pursue opportunities to capture value in the arts. Here are your hosts, Andy Heiss and Nick Petrella. Hi, and welcome to the Arts Entrepreneurship Podcast, making art work. I'm Nick Petrella. And I'm Andy Heiss. We greatly appreciate you tuning in and wanted to give you some background information about the podcast. It's an offshoot of the arts entrepreneurship courses we team teach at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and our goal is to provide entertainment and information for those who want to create or participate in some aspect of the arts value chain. We define arts entrepreneurship as the fusion of arts and business. By aligning their artistry, passion, and vision, arts entrepreneurs create and pursue opportunities to capture value in the arts. In this podcast, you'll hear from a diverse set of people who are making art work for them. Diverse in every sense of the word. Some are solo artists, some are entrepreneurs working in existing arts organizations, and some provide arts products and services whose livelihoods depend on helping other artists create and distribute their work. So given the dynamic nature of the arts industry, it's important to examine the many different facets of arts entrepreneurship with the goal of inspiring and empowering innovative thinking in artists to create their own path. As mentioned, we created this podcast as an extension of our work together. We think there are several subsets of people who may find this podcast helpful. Students and emerging artists who are figuring out who they are, what they want to say, how they want to go about it. People with an idea for an arts-based product or service but aren't sure where to start. Educators, because this podcast will provide many perspectives from leaders in the arts economy and every episode will have actionable learning outcomes you can use this podcast as a resource in your classes. Arts advocates may also find the interviews helpful in understanding all that goes into creating and delivering art. After recording a dozen interviews in preparation for the launch, it became apparent that some guests were more succinct, while others needed more time to express their thoughts. As a result, the episode lengths will vary. In any case, there's always a few relevant takeaways for everyone, regardless of the genre we happen to be discussing. The theme music you'll hear in the episodes is a tune called Sweet Dreams, composed by Bobby Watson and performed by Bobby Watson in the I Have a Dream Project. In our first episode, we sit down with Bobby to talk about his career as a jazz musician, composer, arranger, band leader, and educator. Here's a brief sneak peek of that interview. It kind of is a segue to the next question. You're, you're a very charismatic person, and I bet you're a great salesperson. Do you think that's added to your success and what would you tell a young person who maybe isn't as uh, as much of an extrovert as you are how would you help them succeed i think the basic thing uh to succeed uh beyond maybe your personality is just to be uh uh polite have basic social skills because some of the greatest artists instrumentalists I've heard some of them don't have great social skills and they're just like kind of just genius or these uh, uh, they're just over the top you know just I can't put my name on the word now it's like uh, uh, Savant there you go Savant thank you 
Yes, Andrew. Savant. I've I've seen savants who are uh, are fortunate enough to have uh, a manager that speak for them. But for us normal humans that are climbing the uh, skill ladder and uh, have potential and have 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 do have uh, a future in performance, I think the main thing is to uh, learn how to be social, uh, gracious, humble. And also be as good as you can at your craft, you know, and have a have a product ready uh, in, in whatever form of the day is. It used to be EPK, electronic press kits, or something that they can go to to see you in action. So I think right now we have the uh, uh, very uh, um, opportunity to make an edit uh on your own, very nice short presentations to show people, you know. And um, the main thing is to be nice, you know. Because whenever you're, whenever you land a gig, you're actually there by invitation. So I try to express that whenever you are working, you are there at the invitation of the people who are hiring you. That's an invite, you know. So you have to approach your performance as you're entering someone's home and you have to have good manners. And then when it's time to perform, knock them out of the park. And that way you're always playing for the return engagement, you know. That's really great advice. Thank you. Can you talk about what it was like uh, making a living as a musician in New York City? <laughs> well, when I first got to New York, I was very interested. The crowd I was hanging out with from University of Miami, uh, Hiram Bullock, a great gu- guitarist, guitarist who was with David Sanborn and used to be on um, uh, Saturday Night Live uh, in the band. And uh, brilliant, he passed away. But that a lot of that crew, the original crew in those shows were from University of Miami graduates. You know, uh, Gil Goldstein, um, uh, Bruce Hornsby, all them guys were University of Miami guys. And Will Lee, the bassist, and uh, on and on. So uh, Hiram had a crash pad. So when I first got to New York, they were all doing sessions, you know. They had the... the uh, the beeper they would call radio registry so I wanted to get into that as well so I was able to get on a couple of uh, recording sessions you know industrial recordings and you know things like that you know where you had to change your style or have to have doubles and that would happen during the day then at night I would still go down to the village because I really wanted to meet meet the cats and uh and so it was two different worlds I was in the first. And the thing about New York is that, you know, you have the theater world. If you're going to be a, a theater musician, a pit musician, there's dues to be paid over there, you know. And if you're going to be in the recording uh, session musician, there's dues to be paid over there. You can't be in all three, hardcore jazz, uh, pop, you have to, New York makes you choose where you want to be and then put all your energy into that. And so I 
ended up with jazz like that, you know. If you like our mission, please visit artsentrepreneurshippodcast.com to learn how you can support artists, this podcast, and to recommend arts entrepreneurs we should interview. Please consider helping us by subscribing and sharing it with a friend. Don't miss our full interview with Bobby in our first episode. Subscribe so that you can get it as soon as it becomes available wherever you get your podcasts. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs>